0: And so, okay, sorry, bringing the recording in progress. Um, and I apologize, I had the agenda on my computer, but now I have my phone. So um, the next agenda item must be, uh, give me one second, sorry.
1: It is a call to order and roll call and then approval of minutes. Okay, I got it now. Um. So, um, We do
0: have quorum, and so um, if um, we can make sure that um, all those who are present are recorded uh, by the secretary, that would be good. And then the next is approval of our minutes, and that would be our minutes of the last meeting, which was in October of 2023. So I will entertain a motion for approval. I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot see. So if, if you could unmute yourself and just make the motion. i make the motion. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I did recognize the voice. Thank you, Consuelo. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> who, who seconds?
2: I'll second, it's Michelle.
0: Thank you, Michelle. We have a motion and a second. Do we have any discussion on the minutes? Hearing none, we can record it as unanimous unless somebody wants to vote otherwise. Hearing none, so unanimous vote. Our next agenda item is public comment. Um, Yolanda, do we have anybody registered for public comment? We do not. Okay, thank you so much. Next agenda item is disclosures and recusals. Do we have any disclosures and recusals from members of the committee on items um, on our agenda? And again, if you can uh just open your mic and oh I I'm seeing none. That's great. So we'll move to our agenda item um, under new business, which is start eight one six one two authorizing the city of Madison to accept an employment grant award of seventy five thousand from the Wisconsin Division of Energy Housing and Community Resources. To be administered by the city community development division authorizing the mayor to sign any requisite agreement with the state um, to accept these eg grant funds um, and authorizing the mayor and city to execute an agreement with the ywco madison to carry out the goals of the grant and amending the CDD 2024 adopted operating budget as appropriate. So I will turn it to you. I think, um, Yolanda, if you wanna give any background.
1: Yes, thank you. Good evening, everyone. Um, So just a little background on this resolution before you this evening. Um, In December of 2022, um, the city of Madison in partnership with YWCA applied for and received grant funding um, for the 2023 calendar year, from the Department of Administration, um, and the goal of the of the funds was to support YWCA's Y Web Academy, um, that allowed them to be able to pay uh, participants in the Y Web Academy a stipend. Um, and so, now in October of 2023. Um, The City of Madison, again, in partnership with the YWCA, reapplied for those funds for another round of funding um, and were um, awarded those funds to be used for the same purpose in 2024. So the resolution before you is, um, as um, Madam Chair previously stated, um, to amend CDD's budget. Um, we were awarded an additional $75,000. Um, and so um, as a result, we need to amend our 2024 budget to allow for these additional grant funds. And I do have a staff person here with me this evening who is overseeing this grant in partnership with the YWCA um, if committee members have any questions about the work that's been done thus far. About
0: 648,000 results. Do we have any um, anybody that has any questions for staff? I see nobody raising their hands. So then um, I think if there are no questions, we would um, need a motion.
2: I can make a motion to um, appro- um a- approve the acceptance of funds as, as stated. Thank you so much, Barbara. Do I have a second? I'll second, Michelle.
0: Thank you, Michelle, I appreciate it. So we have a motion and a second, any further discussion? Hearing none, Um, should we record it as a unanimous vote? I think we can do that. And unless we hear otherwise from anybody raising their hand. Seeing none, we will record it as unanimous approval. I'm going to apologize, Yolanda. I'm going to ask you to to um, read the next agenda item because I think my um, phone is freezing when I try to toggle in between.
1: <laughs> uh, the next agenda item is to decide on virtual or in-person meetings for 2024.
0: Well, what an exciting agenda item. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, so I guess I'll open it up for preference or conversation from members of the committee. Uh, Alder, I, I see Alder Madison. See, I told you this was going to be an exciting um, conversation. Right. Not everybody well, wants to talk. Yeah. Okay, Alder Madison.
3: Well, thank you, Chair. Um, I will absolutely prefer virtual. Otherwise, I will on a regular basis have to reach out to this committee to say I'm either running late from a workshop. I am coming from another city related event. Something will happen, but being able to log on from wherever I have to be before and after, like right now I need to be in a workshop for the Progress Center. So as soon as we're done, I'm hopping right back into a virtual workshop. So I would absolutely prefer virtual, but I also want to mention that it would be good if we can have like on EDC or Economic Development Committee, we are working to have at minimum one in-person so we can meet each other offline. So I do like that if others are interested. So that's my two cents.
0: Thank you so much. Um, Bridget.
4: Uh, I would echo Alder Madison's preference for virtual, um, both personally, but also I feel that the ability of community people who, whether it's childcare, disabilities, limited transportation, that coming to an in-person meeting to comment can be a barrier. I I feel that virtual meetings offer a level of connection to our broader community that in-person did not always permit. Um, Certainly not against and would be in favor. I'm not sure how that would work, but like one meeting or two, whatever, um, in person, um, but overwhelmingly more on the remote.
0: Thank you so much. Any other comments, input? Yeah. Consuelo, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I, uh, virtual has worked out so very well for me. And uh, I'm going to be traveling a bit here and there. And so it's really important for me to be able to just sit before my computer in and see your smiling faces.
0: Thank you. Uh, any other comments? It It feels like I'm gonna take the no other comments as agreement with uh, uh with what we have discussed um so it seems that the um, agreement is to continue virtual meetings and then um to talk maybe at some point about the potential of having one meeting or two meeting um in the in the next year in person um so that there is an ability to interact. Does that and um. D- Should we? I guess it's, I don't know that we need to take official action, but I guess it doesn't hurt. So maybe we'll take an official action. So I understand the motion to be um, that the Community Services Committee um, uh, will continue virtual meetings and may um, at at times um, decide for an in person meeting, but that the general, um, but generally the meetings will be virtual. In 2024, Bridget, is that. Uh, I,
4: I actually have a question. If we were yes. to do an in-person meeting, um, does city permit for us to have a hybrid option so that members of the community could still participate. OK, that's what I assumed from the nodding and based on c- other city city council meetings. So if we do in person, my strong preference would be that we have that hybrid option available in the event of public comment or people attending outside of this committee?
0: So the motion would be that our meetings um, in 2024 will be generally virtual. The committee may decide to hold hybrid meetings, um, uh, one or two hybrid meetings. How's that? Who wants to make the motion? Because I can't make it. I'll just do it. Summarized. I'll do it. You got it. Thank you, Michelle. Good <laughs> summary. Two seconds. Consuelo, I see. That. Okay. Thank you, I'm Bridget. Okay. Thank you. Um, again, we'll record it as unanimous since I see agreement all around, unless there is anybody that wants to be recorded otherwise. Well, that was the exciting conversation of today. Um, we are done with that. Um, so we're well, moving to agenda number four, which is the committee reports. Um, Yolanda, I'm not sure which committees have potentially met that have reports or some members of the um, committee.
1: Sure, so we do have um, Barbara here as a representative of early care and education committee. Um, we do not have a representative for a committee on aging. Uh, they also were scheduled to meet today, but we're unable to do so due to lack of quorum. Okay.
0: So Barbara, we'll turn it to you for another okay.
2: Um, And we met um, once since our last meeting with this group. And then our meeting last week was also canceled due to the weather. And so our, our um, facilitator had to be off deciding what was going on with um, cancellations of events. So the only meeting we had was really to make approval for the final allocation of early childhood funding and um, so that did happen. And so that was then um, to be forwarded to the to the um, council. So that's really all that we had at that meeting. So anyway, and, and we did have a number of the agencies present at our meeting. And um, many of them were ones who either were not funded. There was way more requests for funding than we were able to provide. And so some of them presented or else those who had requested funding, but the amount that was allocated was significantly less than they felt their needs. And I think that was sort of a prevailing um, comment across the the groups that um, costs have gone up. And uh, unfortunately, the funding was the same or down. And so um, many of them were concerned about what that was going to do for their budgets and the clients that they serve. So that's kind of the gist of what that meeting was.
0: Thank you so much for the summary. Any questions or for Barbara or comments? Hearing and seeing none. Um we'll move to the last agenda item which is number 5, uh, which is staff reports. I'm turning to you, Yolanda. Thank you.
1: Um so I don't really have too much um in terms of staff reports, um but do want to just give a few updates in regards to the community resources unit. Um, So as you all know, Jen Stoiber, who was um, my previous flawless, wonderful assistant uh, who moved on to the Parks Department, um, I am in the process of um, filling her position and hope to have someone in place um, by March. Um, also looking to do some hiring at the Madison Senior Center. I'm looking to hire a facility operations supervisor to oversee the daily operations of that center, as well as an additional um, older adult program and outreach coordinator Um, who will work in partnership with our current outreach coordinator, um, specifically focusing on some of the um, information that has come from the Equity by Design uh, stakeholder engagement process that happened earlier um, last year. Um, I'm not sure if that report has been shared with you all as I'm speaking about that, so I will send that out to you all so that you all have an opportunity to look it over um, as well. Um, Equity by Design did present that information to CDD staff, um, as well as Committee on Aging and Senior Center Foundation uh, folks um, last week, Um, and so now Next Steps is for staff to kind of dig into that um, data that has been shared. Um, determine what our priorities are going to be in terms of funding for older adult services, as well as those priorities that we can infuse into the work that we do at the Madison Senior Center. Um, And we'll be meeting with the mayor, um, hopefully sometime next month to talk about what priorities and strategies we think are important. um, And then from there, continuing with the funding process um, on the older adult services um, side, as well as um, looking to um, figure out how to prioritize some of those strategies from that work in the services and programs that are provided at the Madison Senior Center. Um, what I can say is that in the report, you will see that the themes that come from um, the information that was collected is that transportation is is a, is a high need, a high priority. Um, another priority is cultural relevance of programming and services, um, not just within the Senior Center, but Broadly across older adult services in the city of Madison, um, and then lastly is around language equity and access. So ensuring that um, our older adult services um, provided throughout the city of Madison um, are provided in different languages and in different um, are just culturally relevant to um, to all of our older adults and not just certain older adults, and so what we're doing right now is kind of, again, just looking through that data and that information that has been shared from Equity by Design, coupled with another initiative called Age-Friendly Communities, um, which is an initiative, initiative that City of Madison is working in partnership with public health and other service partners um, throughout um, Dane County. And there, uh, they also did a um, kind of stakeholder engagement uh, process um, a couple of years ago. And from that, Um, Some of the same priorities that they discovered are some of the same priorities that came out of the work of Equity by Design. And so looking at how do we um, kind of address those strategies um, and prioritize those priorities based on the the resources and the funding that we have available at the City of Madison. Um, So I just wanted to share kind of the hiring um, updates as well as Um, that information around equity um, by design and and the work that will continue to uh, make sure that we are um, centering our older adults um, in the city of Madison around services and programs.
0: Thank you so much. Any questions or comments for Yolanda? Bridget, go ahead
4: question but i honestly don't know if there's any overlap with this committee and contract so if this is not a appropriate question to ask um but i was wondering if you could speak to anything regarding rethke terrace or and tree lane regarding your division and what the city is doing related to that currently
1: i am sorry i cannot um that is um the area of um, lynette rhodes our cdbg um, manager um jim asked me should he be here tonight and i said no because i knew it was going to be a quick meeting otherwise he would certainly be um, able to answer um, answer those questions for you
0: thank you alder madison
3: um on there isn't a whole lot to share on you know outside of what's public already but in short, I believe the city did reply to the um to the gosh the receiver. So the receive you know just really trying to ensure that the families uh get the funding that the receiver sort of promised or noted that they would provide to help provide the move out costs for folks. And I believe that was somewhere around seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but that receiver is I believe um. I guess it reads like this receiver is, is is wanting to quit if they're not, you know, going to, um, if the sale doesn't work in a way that they would prefer, I guess, UW or uh, U.S. Bank rather. But from my last understanding, the city and Dane County are assisting families getting into apartments, into housing. I've actually seen three families uh, do get into housing, just being in part of conversations and helping folks with their forms. But um, the goal is to get folks out of both Refke and Tree Lane, but ensuring that the receiver follows or U.S. Bank follows through on the funding that they promised, that that doesn't get lost in the going back and forth between the receiver, the city and the bank. Um, And I do know, I think, I'm not sure the full name of the organization, but I don't know if it's like Wisconsin Housing Alliance, but Dean, is it Dean Loomis? Lomas, um, Loomis who leads that, they're working really hard too and advocating on behalf of tenants to ensure that they are properly placed. I will say, I don't think that anyone is going to be out on the streets because I do see the due diligence from both the city and the county and local nonprofits to help folks ensure they get housed. So at minimum, it'll just be them being forced to still move and not be able to stay at either property, so...
0: Thank you for that update, Elder Madison. Um, I did have a question for you, Yolanda, on the senior um work. So it just happened by just today. So it was top of top of mind that um, uh, Dr. Tejas Hirun and myself met with the Fitchburg with somebody from a Fitchburg senior center, um, and um, just trying to get a sense of what the level of conversation and collaborations are across kind of the at least the metro, like Fitchburg, because a lot of the, as we were talking to to that individual, a lot of the seniors, again, may live in Madison, but that is city of Madison boundaries, but that is the senior center that is transportation-wise closest to them. And also there was a lot of conversations around making sure that, um, there are events where all the seniors can together, maybe be at different places, but that like they're coming from different places because there is just not a lot of bandwidth to provide every single one of the different senior center with the specific language um, relevant programming. If, uh, that was a whole lot that I said there. But um, so anyways, what's the level of conversation about collaboration, at least with Fitchburg?
1: Um, so yes, we have talked extensively about um, expanding our outreach in terms of partnership and collaboration, which is one of the reasons why I um, uh, requested permission to get another older adult program and outreach coordinator. Uh, the reality is, just having one is just too it's too hard for that one person to be able to try to touch all the different sides of Madison and then even touch you know kind of the surroundings. Fitchburg, Sun Prairie, Verona. Um, And so my hope is that bringing on that second program, um, Olderdale Program and Outreach Coordinator, that they can have kind of a portfolio in terms of sides of towns and um, our surrounding areas, the Fitchburgs and Sun Prairies as well, Um, and so that they can work more closely with those senior centers, those senior living communities that are in those neighborhoods, as well as service providers that are situated in those different um, parts throughout the city and and Dane County. Um, And in addition to that, um, one of my staff um, who oversees all of our older adult services um, contracts currently has just formed a kind of coalesced work group of um, our current service providers And um, we're looking to expand that to include city of Fitchburg, city of Verona, Sun Prairie, uh, Middleton, because we do realize that um, there are older adults that are going to those um, senior centers because they're closer to where they live. And that's actually one of the things that came out of the work of Equity by Design is that, you know, the senior center is located downtown. You know, 40 years ago, that made sense. Today, not so much. People really want to be connected to programming that's in their neighborhood and in their community and so one of our strategies is really looking at how do we expand our partnership and our outreach to those other senior living communities maybe it's having an event at the senior center and opening it up to another senior service provider as a way to create a space that they may not have you know initially or maybe it's providing some funding to be able to transport you know, older adults to different um, locations and and programs and things like that. So we are looking at ways to kind of expand that outreach. Um, But I think um, the staff capacity at the Senior Center in particular um, has been one of the reasons why we haven't really been able to do that in the way that I think that we can.
0: Great. Thank you. That's great to hear. And this is another question I have, but not for, for today. We will end our meeting and make it short as you promised um, today. But something that I just wanted to put in our on our list of maybe thinking about the conversation um, for an upcoming meeting, which is this issue of transportation. So I know, like you, and the reason I'm bringing it up, you said, you know, it is an issue for the senior, but the issue really at its core is a little bit like affordable housing. It's just that it's not a ba- it's not even paying for the transportation. It is just that transportation has changed dramatically post COVID, and the cap companies have most, many of them disappeared. Some of them really struggling, and so the the It's not just like, I'll call the cab, they'll come if I can find funding for the cab. Like, that's not how it's happening. And that is impacting across all systems of nonprofit and access to, I think, services in a different way. Before, I think it was, again, secure funding for cab you could so anyways i just thought it would be a good conversation to really think about what are you know what is some innovative ideas what are people doing are there ways in which the city can um you know uh do anything in this space to um to help so
1: no i appreciate you sh- you saying that because that is like i said that's one of the emerging themes that came from um, the work that Equity by Design did. And and even for our Silver Santa event that we had at the Senior Center, it wasn't, and calling the cabs wasn't, the, the issue is the cabs are short staffed. They, right. they, 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 can, they can bring our older adults to the event, but they can't come back and pick them up because it crosses over with school time. <laughs> Kids are getting out of school. So that is <laughs> one of the things that we've talked about in terms of how can we partner with Dane County Human Services or other uh, private you know transportation um, companies to, to, to try to figure out how can we address transportation and we realize that it is it goes far beyond the the older adult population and 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 certainly crosses over into a, into our other residents in the city. so um, definitely something that we um, are trying to kind of think about how um, we can come together and bring multiple thought partners to the table to have conversations around that.
0: Yeah, I think it would be good for us to like get an update on where things are at again because it is it is a really a a, a point uh, for all people that are within the health and human services field right now. Like it's like you can't. It's it's not about calling a cab. The cabs are not available. So um, so okay, great. Thank you so much. We are done with all our agenda items, and it is five fifty eight. And we're just going to pride ourselves in finishing within 30 minutes. So I will entertain a motion for adjournment. I so
4: move Cons-
0: to be Consuelo moves, makes that motion. Who wants the second? Second. Second by Alder Madison. Um, we will record it as a unanimous vote. I don't think anybody has ever disagreed with adjournment. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. Have a great rest of your evening and we'll see you next month.
4: Thank
1: you. Thanks. Thank Thank you. you.